0: Human trials of a combination vaccine combating COVID and flu are expected to start later this year. COVID and COVID shots forever. Even though 1 they don't work, 2 they actually give you COVID-19 and 3 They kill you or injure you. I'm going to show you a a video here of an interview with the people over at uh, Moderna. Uh, He's making the rounds around the world, looks like. I'm talking about uh, Dr. Paul Burton. He's one of the chief, he's the chief medical officer for Moderna. Uh, You know how we used to get the flu vaccine? Not we. I learned 25 years ago the flu vaccine is terrible. But you know how, as Americans, they're accustomed the to getting the flu vaccine. That's how they're trying to do the COVID-19 uh, vaccine. But the, um, when I say COVID-19 vaccine, in your mind, just picture me doing air quotes so I don't have to do it every time. It's actually an experimental bioweapon poison. Not, it's not a vaccine. It does not even reach the definition of vaccine, which, of course, had to change. But you know how they they got people accustomed to first a flu vaccine, then you need a vaccine for everything, for shingles, for, I don't know, for everything else now. You have a 0.0001% chance of of getting it if you jumped on one foot on a Wednesday, there's a vaccine for it now so that you don't have to worry about that infinitesimal uh, chance of not getting it anyway and harming yourself with these uh, vaccines. So they got us used to the flu vaccine, right? And people were starting to wake up to the COVID-19 bioweapon vaccine poison. So what are they doing now? They want to do a combined version so that people can kill two birds with one stone. Or kid themselves twice with one shot. Okay, that was kind of awkward, but you know where I was going with that, with that, with that one there. Before I show you this clip, let me let me uh, break this down for you. This is absolutely uh, incredible, okay? So the CDC is insisting that severe reactions to the COVID vaccine poisons are rare, but I want to share with you a survey, okay? So the the Centers for Disease Control Prevention uh, has now signed off on COVID vaccines for kids six months to five years, even though they don't need it. The CDC's advisory committee on Immunization practices on Saturday voted unanimously in favor of the Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna bioweapons injections for children as young as six months. And that was uh, because they received authorization from the FDA on Friday. And they insist that severe reactions are rare, but the U.S. government has never conducted any research to determine the extent of the injuries. Isn't that interesting? The CDC's Vaccine Adverse uh, Event Reporting System, theirs shows that this thing is poison but the government is just just you know full throttle still pushing this and ignoring any of the science that goes against their agenda to kill to maim to weaken and to depopulate the United States okay so a new poll was published on Sunday by the vaccine safety research foundation and This is what it found. These are the nine things that I want to share with you. Okay? First of all, uh, 20% of the respondents reported that they were vaccine injured. Now, let me just tell you a little bit about the uh, Vaccine Safety Research Foundation. It is... uh, The the organization's founder and director is Steve Kirsch, a Silicon Valley uh, entrepreneur. And... He put a Substack together on uh, yesterday, and these are what they. This is what Kirch's notes show uh, on the findings. Twenty percent of the respondents reported that they were vaccine injured. Now, why is this remarkable? That's point number one. Point number two modifies point number one, and let me explain this. There was no pre-screening question, just if they had been vaccinated and. Um, and 20% of the respondents said that they were vaccine injured. But when they did follow-up questions and, and, and they did follow-up analysis, 77% of the Americans received at least one dose. That means a lot of people didn't get the second dose. I personally know people that went and got their first dose when it was first available. And then they started seeing other people around. And they said, you know what? I'm not going to go for that second dose. So... When you, Steve Kirk says that when you take this into consideration and you look at the numbers, it actually means that 26% of the people that got a vaccine were injured. Wow. Okay. Number, so, so 20% of the respondents reported that they were vaccine injured. Number two is if you actually do the analysis based on that number and based on how many people only got the first, uh, dose, then in fact, the numbers closer to 26% of the people in this poll are actually injured. Number three, 30% of the households have a vaccine-injured person. So even if they weren't, the the person responding to the poll wasn't, within their household, 30% of the households had a vaccine-injured person. These numbers are being rounded, by the way. 45% of the people within their extended family had an injured person. So maybe not within their household. I mean, not within their, their uh, their uh, living in their household, but if you extend out to their family, it goes up by 50% from 30%. Well, 30%, 50% of 30% would make it 45% of the extended families have a vaccine injured person. That means that pretty much half of the people have someone within their family that is vaccine injured. Now here, now, I like this next part because it clarifies it. Vaccine injured is not like someone going, oh, I'm vaccine injured, you know. Oh, are they over? This is, in 80% of the cases of which the person considers themselves vaccine injured, they went to a doctor or were hospitalized or both. Okay, so it's not someone going, oh, I have a sore, I'm vaccine injured. Uh, Most of these people, 87% of these people, who are saying their vaccine injured is because they went to a doctor after the vaccine as a result of side effects of the vaccine, or were hospitalized, or both. This is a very high bar, folks. 54% of the injured are still impacted today. 45 said for, 45% of the vaccine injured said it would shorten their lifespan, which is one of the goals of this bioweapon poison. Forty-one percent of the injured are unable to hold a job, and only seventeen percent said their injuries were a minor annoyance. So that means that, according to these numbers, if extrapolated, forty about forty million Americans, who are adults over the age of eighteen, are vaccine injured, with about twenty million being seriously injured. Could this possibly be why, Kirsch says, quote, this may explain why there are staffing short- staffing shortages everywhere from pilots to pharmacists. The rate of vaccine injury gathered in the survey is comparable to the number of vaccine-related injuries reported by VAERS when they compare the data. Quote, if we take the raw, unadjusted numbers of our survey... 30% of all respondents over 18 were vaccine injured. Since there are 258 million people over the age of 18 in the U.S., we get 77 million estimated vaccine injuries, eerily close to the VAERS estimate. So maybe VAERS isn't such a bad estimator after all. Over 20 scientists, doctors, statisticians worked with the uh, with this organization to research the safety of COVID-19, including Dr. Robert Malone, who has patents on the mRNA technology, messenger RNA technology, and Dr. Peter McCullough, a renowned internist, cardiologist, and uh, epidemiologist. So this is not just some tech guy. He's got, and I hope you know who Robert Malone is, Dr. Malone and Peter McCullough. I've, I've featured both of them on this program in the past. Wow. Okay. So people are waking up So what are they doing? Moderna's got to make that cash money, baby. How about a cocktail that has the flu and the COVID vaccine poison together? That's what they're working on. And it seems to me like they're trying to push this worldwide. Human trials of a combination vaccine combating COVID and flu are expected to start later this year. Nine News spoke exclusively to Moderna's chief medical officer who is visiting Australia.
1: Fresh off the plane from the US this morning, Moderna's Chief Medical Officer, Dr Paul Burton, warns about the latest Omicron variants sweeping the globe, including Australia. I think BA4 and 5 are concerning, they're more transmissible, they have more immune escape. This is something we have to take very seriously. It's being closely monitored by health authorities here, although at this early stage... I don't think it is quite as dangerous and severe as Delta. Dr Burton says the TGA is considering its new booster that also targets Omicron. Spikevax was a great vaccine two years ago. It's still a very good vaccine today, but we need a variant adapted booster and that's what we've generated now. The pharmaceutical giant isn't just focused on COVID. Human safety trials are expected to start later this year on a triple vaccine. We have a three in one, which is COVID, flu and something called RSV. These are all respiratory pathogens that kill people young and old uh, every year. A phase one trial of a combination flu and COVID vaccine is currently underway. Moderna plans to have that vaccine ready next year or by early 2024. It's working on having a triple vaccine available the year after.
0: My fellow brothers and sisters, you got to give it up to these demonic, evil, vile, wicked, iniquitous, greedy, anti-human death cult rat bastards. They're always thinking of a new way to kill us off. All right. That's what I want to share with you today. We'll be back tomorrow. Why am I smiling after delivering that news? You know what? I just enjoy being able to do this and providing this to you, my brothers and sisters. Once again, thanks for your support, whether you're watching this on Patreon, locals, or listening to it on Spotify Got to give us what we want Ugh. Got to give us what we need Hey <laughs> our freedom of speech hey. is freedom of death We, we got, got to fight the powers, powers that be, be. Hey. Fight the power